For marketing agencies and social media managers looking to prove the value of their work, I've got something special for you. Agora Pulse is not only Social Media Examiner's tool of choice as an all-in-one social media management tool, it also allows you to track the traffic, conversion, and revenue from every social post, comment, and private message. Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com SME today. Again, agorapulse.com SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. On today's show, lots to cover with TikTok updates, including tools making it easier for brands to get started, especially small businesses, some great new tools for TikTok ads. If you have lost the link on your bio on TikTok, our guest has some special insight on that and why that's happening. And the one thing it looked like TikTok was going to go all in on, and now they are abandoning, that is all coming up on today's social media marketing talk show. My name is Jerry Potter. Yes, it rhymes with the boy wizard, and I'm the host of the show. Today, we're going to break down the latest social media news and what it means for marketers like you. Did you know that we can deliver awesome marketing info directly into your inbox? Simply subscribe to our weekly newsletter that comes out three days a week. You won't miss any of the updates going on in the world of social marketing. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates. All around TikTok especially, you know, we never know which of these updates is going to be the one that makes a massive difference for your business. So make sure to pay attention to a lot of them. Also excited to welcome our special guest, Austin Armstrong. Austin is host of the Business Talk podcast and founder of Socialty Pro, an organic TikTok marketing agency that helps businesses drive leads and sales with TikTok. Welcome to the show, Austin. Jerry, thank you so much for having me on. So let's jump in first to TikTok is now making it easier for us to figure out what's trending. And they've been rolling this out here in recent weeks where we don't necessarily have to sit there and swipe and swipe and swipe to look for trends. So talk about this tool that they're giving us now as marketers. Yeah. So they have this, it's called the creative center. And it is one of my favorite things that TikTok has put out. If you're doing any sort of research online, whether you're just a creator, you're a business you're an aspiring entrepreneur, this is the tool that's going to show you all of the trending hashtags over the last couple of days or 30 days that you can set, trending music, trending videos, which you can sort by most likes, most comments, most shares, trending creators that are getting large amounts of following coming in. And you can actually sort this by industry as well. So you can see the most trending hashtags and songs in in your industry and leverage them to sort of add fuel to the fire of the content that you're already creating, as well as model the success of other successful creators in your industry. No matter where you're at in your journey, this is going to help you out quite a bit. Really cool tool. They're constantly adding stuff in here. It's entirely free to go in and, and check it out. And I can't recommend it enough. It's such a cool feature that they're uploading. Now, there seems to be a lot of misinformation around, you know, trends on TikTok and trending audio and all of these different things. So how long would you say we have to jump on a trend before it's passed? And I know it varies, right? Because some of them grow very, very slow, like a train up a mountain, and some of them, you know, take off in 72 hours. 
Sure. So I will say real quick that I don't think you need to jump on trends in order to be successful on TikTok. But if you do want to jump on those trends, the earlier that you can get on it, the better, because there's that momentum that's coming up. And if it's already at its peak, that's when the most amount of videos and creators are there. So it becomes even more saturated. Same thing with the songs. All of these trends, all of these music, hashtags, et cetera, they're able to index your video. So you can click on that hashtag, you can click on that sound, you can click on that filter, and it's going to show you all of the videos that have used those particular assets. So the earlier that you can catch those trends and jump on them, the more of that momentum that you're going to catch, and you're going to get much better results that way rather than if you wait a week or even two weeks. I mean, trends move so fast, like you were saying jump on them as early as possible. This is a great tool to help out with that. So for somebody like you, you'll just make this maybe part of your morning each day to log in and see what's there. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And then the other one that a lot of people are talking about now, and this is for smaller accounts. And I love it when they introduce things for smaller accounts because not everybody's got, you know, a half a million followers. This is the ability to essentially see who is viewing your videos, whether they're following you or not. Is that the way this works? Yeah. So this is a setting that you can check on or off. It's very similar to another feature that they rolled out a couple months ago on who's viewing your profile. This feature goes both ways as well. So if you check this on, they will be able to see that you view their videos as well as their profile as well. I think it's a cool tool. I don't know how I would personally use this. These are targeting smaller followers. I think it's 5,000 followers or less, they're testing this feature and functionality for. One use case that I can think of is if you're actively creating a lot of content and maybe you're getting people that are viewing your content over and over again, but maybe they haven't engaged, you could reach out to that person, go to their profile and sort of open that dialogue. If they're maybe on that border of they're watching your videos, but they're not liking it, maybe they even haven't followed you yet you can open that dialogue because they've watched a lot of your videos. And then that's how you can maybe turn them into avid loyal fans and get them to engage back on your content. It is a cool feature though. I'm excited to see what they do with it. Yeah. I love what you said about making sure that, you know, maybe they've watched multiple videos. Cause I was thinking like, okay, they watched one video. Now I'm going to send them a DM. No, you know, that's not going to happen. You kind of have to have a little bit of a social grace and respect there with that. So, okay, we're talking all of the recent updates on TikTok here in recent weeks, and we never know which one of these might be the one that makes a massive difference for you in the coming weeks. So we're going to get into more of these here. But I do want to ask real quick, if you are listening to this right now, and you're overwhelmed by all of the acronyms that you're hearing, NFTs and things like that, all the new technologies in the news, this is all Web3. Right now we're in Web2. It's peer-to-peer. Web3 is kind of the future of the internet. And it doesn't have to be confusing. If you want to learn about it, you want to be one of the front runners so that you can help the people around you and become an expert and help your clients, you can go to the Crypto Business Conference, an all-access ticket. You can get it right now, and you can understand and leverage Web3 for your business as well as those around you. And you can get your ticket right now at socialmediaexaminer.com slash CBC2022. CBC for Crypto Business Conference. So socialmediaexaminer.com slash CBC 2022. 
So TikTok ads, they've been adding lots of new features. You know, TikTok's growing up. They're adding some things that other platforms have, but they're very, very useful to those of us as marketers. So one of them is what they call their inventory filter. Tell us about that, Austin. Yeah, before I jump in, I'm really excited about that Web3 conference, by the way. I got to do that and take my game to the next level. Yeah, (laughs) for sure, for sure. Sounds super cool. But yeah, the TikTok inventory, as they put it, can be understood as all content posted by users that is eligible to appear next to an ad. So while all content on the platform goes through a careful moderation process against their community guidelines, the terms and conditions and intellectual property, the TikTok inventory filter offers additional layers of content filtration to help brands achieve their own unique goals by choosing the type of UGC they'd like to place that ad adjacent in front of. So the TikTok inventory filter gives advertisers access to three distinct tiers which are full, standard, and limited, which I'm going to break down here for you. The full inventory excludes any floor content that has been removed from the TikTok guidelines if it doesn't taken down for, you know, sort of breaking a policy violation or anything like that, and some high-risk content as well. This tier, ads may appear next to some content featuring mature themes. There's the standard inventory, which excludes the floor and high-risk content, Ads will appear next to content that is appropriate for most brands, but might contain some little bit of uh, mature themes as well. And then there's the very limited inventory, which excludes all risk. So ads will just appear next to content that does not contain any mature ads. I think this is a pretty cool play that they're doing as well. It's better for advertisers. It gives you a lot of adjustability and flexibility to reach even more targeted audience. I also love this from a creator perspective because something else that they're doing, they're actively rolling this out or they teased this a couple months ago that they're working on a 50-50 ad split Mm. with creators as well as another form of monetization for creators. So I think this really leans into that as well. It gives the advertisers more flexibility on what videos and what categories and what inventory of videos that they can put their ads in front of. And I think this is ultimately going to help out both the creators and the advertisers. One of the things I noticed, and I love the way that they're approaching this, is the example they gave. They said, you know, a family-friendly advertiser may not want to show up next to content with lots of action. However, an action movie advertiser would love to show up next to content with lots of action. So it wasn't just a negative like, oh, don't show me next to anything controversial. And so I wonder if that Maybe something where not just TikTok, but all of the networks, if the AI is getting smart enough where they could show that. Because we've all seen inappropriate ad placement where you see sure. an ad for something and then right underneath is somebody complaining about that exact same product in the feed. It's like, oh, that's unfortunate placement there. But if they could align it in that way, as you were kind of describing, especially for, you know, and the creators could then create content that they knew advertisers wanted to be next to, because in television, you would go and you would advertise on the shows that you wanted to be aligned with. So it was much, much simpler. So if that's where technology is headed, I think that's fantastic for marketers for sure. Agreed. And then they have added more attribution tools so we can kind of figure out if our TikTok ads are working or not working, how fast they're working. So what are these new flexibilities they're giving us with that? 
Yeah. So the attribution window is the number of days between when a person viewed or clicked on your ad and took an actual action on that ad where conversion is reported via the TikTok ads manager. If you have the TikTok pixel installed on your website. So what they've done is they've added these new attribution tools to better optimize for this so that you can get more conversions. TikTok Attribution Manager enables marketers to select a specific time period to measure success. The click-through attribution window can be set for 1, 7, 14, or 28 days, while the view-through attribution window has options to range from completely turned off, one day, or seven days. The Attribution Manager will be available for advertisers who run web campaigns using the TikTok Pixel. And you can find the attribution manager under the assets menu in your ads account. Okay. And then another thing they've also added to ads is basically becoming compliant with some things in the European Union. And, you know, as marketers, we have to obviously stay aware of this stuff. And I I kind of feel like this is TikTok growing up a bit. Because in the beginning, it was like, who owns this company? And where are they? And are there any rules? And now it's like, okay, we got to play the game. So what are these updates that we need to know about? Yeah, so you're completely right. I mean, TikTok up to this point has kind of been the Wild West. And I think this is such a smart move on their part because a lot of the criticisms about TikTok, if you you know, you know talk about it online, you, you still see videos about this and, and your parents critique that, oh, that's that Chinese app, right? All of the security and privacy issues they're actively working on. So TikTok has committed to align its practices with the EU rules on advertising and consumer protection, namely the Unfair Commercial Practices Directive, the Consumer Rights Directive, and the Unfair Contract Terms Directive. So I have an overview here of all of the main commitments that they've focused on so far. These are users can now report advertisements and offers that could potentially push or trick children into purchasing good or services. Branded content now abides by a policy protecting users, which prohibits the promotion of inappropriate products and services, such as alcohol, get-rich-quick schemes, and cigarette sales. Users are prompted to switch on a toggle when they publish content captioned specifically with brand-related keywords, such as hashtag ad or hashtag sponsored. I notice this one a lot because I do a lot of brand deals. So anytime that I have to put that hashtag ad in there or hashtag sponsored, a window will pop up to let people know that this is a sponsored ad. If a user has more than 10,000 followers, their videos are reviewed by TikTok against its branded content policy and community guidelines to ensure that the content is appropriate. Wow. Policies now clarify. Yeah, a lot of updates here. Policies now clarify how to purchase and use coins and pop-up windows will provide the estimated price of uh, in their local currency. Consumers are allowed to withdraw that within 14 days from their purchase and their purchase history is also available. Policies also clarify how to get rewards from TikTok and how to send gifts for which users will be able to easily calculate their price and users will be able to report un disclosed branded content and new rules for hashtags and labels will be implemented. Lots of new policies rolling out here. I do think, again, that this is a wonderful direction for addressing all of the privacy and security issues that still plague TikTok criticisms. Reviewing videos for anyone with over 10,000 followers, I think I read it and it didn't really click until you said it. I mean, that's substantial because that means if you do have a brand account with over 10,000 followers, your videos are not going to go up instantly. Is that how... 
I'm hearing that like it'll have to go through at least the digital review process of some sort. Yes, it, it probably will go through a digital review process. I think they have it. So I've noticed this a lot. I have more than 10,000 followers. Yeah. Sometimes depending on the language, the video will take a little bit longer to process. And I think that's the case. That's what's happening is there's a review process that's automated on the back. And sometimes it seems instantaneous, like you publish a video and it might take like a minute and then you automatically start getting reviews. I think they're still reviewing that in the back end before it automatically publishes. The process is just like via machine learning and it's so fast, it's not manual review. But sometimes it does take a little bit longer and I think that's what they're doing. They're running it through more advanced uh, filters and screenings to make sure that it's appropriate content. Okay. And of course there is the, you know, you can upload a video and you can see it doesn't mean they've started showing it to people. Right. And a quick way that you can tell this is, well, firstly, if it has zero views after a period of time, it probably isn't showing, but if you just click share or copy link on your video, a little notice will pop up on the beginning of the screen. If it's public, it'll say link copied. If it's not public yet, it'll say this video is being processed. That's a quick way to know. Yeah. That's a great little tip. Thank you, Austin. Mm-hmm. We're talking about all of the updates to TikTok here in recent weeks, and they are really starting to cater to small businesses. And I think this is smart on TikToks from their perspective, because you know I've talked to many small business owners, and it's like I don't need to go viral. I have a mattress store. I need people here, you know, to come on in. And so, talk to us about some of these updates and how we can utilize these with uh, brands. Yeah, so I love how much TikTok is leaning into the small business scene. I'm a small business owner. TikTok has changed my life tremendously. It's just unbelievable what it's done for me and a lot of other business owners that I work with and know. But they have this amazing small business resource center with tons of incredible resources for you. They show tons of success stories and have really detailed case studies on different brands so that you can see what worked for them and and model them. They have creative tools for their ads that small businesses can leverage like video templates, smart videos, and smart video soundtracks, and tons of blog articles that they're uploading constantly, answering your specific questions. They're covering trending business topics and so many other incredible, uh, valuable resources for small businesses. You can find this by just typing in TikTok Small Business Resource Center on Google. It'll pull up. It's like the first one. It's a dedicated landing page with tons of resources that are linked out to there. Really cool resource for every business owner. And one of the questions I get a lot around TikTok is, you know, hey, is this going to help my small business? And I know there are those amazing success stories that we've all seen. Have you worked with smaller business or not smaller, but local businesses that have been able to do that effectively as well? Yeah, absolutely. So not as much through a advertising campaign, but from organic campaign. Organic. Yeah. Yeah, it's surprisingly powerful from just how powerful the algorithm is. You'll notice this. We all notice this. We get served local-oriented content because TikTok tracks where we are, for better or worse, (laughs) is what it is. It knows where you are, and you can optimize your profile around this too. So a lot of the things that we do for local businesses that we work with is optimize their profile, their display name. So like we'll say Orange County, California therapist. So anybody that's in Orange County, California, or they're searching for an Orange County therapist, that account is going to come up because we have it optimized for that. We make it really clear in the content where they're located. You can also use location specific hashtags too. And you will be surprised how many local people you will be able to reach for your business 
just by doing subtle optimizations and talking about it in your content, saying where you're located. Great, great advice there. All right. I know a lot of people are curious about this and some people have been shocked about this. I want to talk about this link and bio thing. And Austin brought this up just before we went live to where, you know, a lot of TikTok users have had that one link in their bio, like Instagram is similar where you get your one link and they've just been disappearing lately. And they're, so they're running some tests. Can you talk us through what's happening there so people can take a deep breath and calm down if they've lost their link? <laughs> yeah. So this happened to me as well. And trust me, I'm frustrated about it too. I have 600,000 followers <laughs> just about, and I'm like, oh my gosh, my link has disappeared. It is important to know that if you are not able to see the link in your profile or others, that doesn't mean that it's not there for other people that are outside of this test bucket. So it's likely still there and other people can view it, but the people that have lost that link or that they're testing, taking that link out cannot see it. And I can't see other people's links in their bio either. So it looks like I'm in that bucket for some reason, but it's just removing all of the links. And I think they're testing to see if it keeps us on the platform longer. So. You know, this goes into another thing that's going around on TikTok. You're really not supposed to say, check out the link in my bio. It seems like anecdotal evidence that they're suppressing videos and content where you say, click the link in my bio to, you know, schedule a call with me or whatever, because they want to keep you on the platform. Right. So it seems to sort of be linked to that. They're doing an active test. I know a guy who knows a guy at TikTok <laughs> is my little inside source that asked about this. And it is an active test. It should be going back to normal within the next six to seven days. It's not a glitch. It is an active test. I hope it doesn't roll out permanently. And if they do something like this, that they roll out like an alternative for us where they roll out their own link expander tool within the TikTok app uh. or something along the lines of that, I don't know. But I just wanted to talk about that so that everybody can rest assured that this is something that people are aware of and it's just an active test. It's going to go back to normal shortly. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. If they took it away entirely, you'd probably see a big uptick in domain names, right? Because sometimes if I have a landing page and it's my domain slash, you know, dot com slash something, I'll buy a easier domain. So if I'm on a podcast, super easy to mention. And right. that may happen. Hopefully, I mean, give us the one link, TikTok, right? If anybody's listening, give us the one link. Yeah. Austin's responsibility to all of us is to tell the guy who knows the guy <laughs> that, although I'm sure you already did. We want that link. Come on. Just the one. That's all we're looking for there. It seems counterintuitive if they want to help small businesses. Like you can't just rely on us playing the ads game in order to grow our small business. Like let us leverage this as an organic platform as well. Yeah. All right. And they're also rolling out captions, which is great for accessibility, but also translations for captions and video descriptions, basically using AI. Is that right? Yeah. So this is another really cool tool that I think is going to help a lot of users organically because it's just going to overcome language barriers. So I'm an English speaker. I only speak in English. So my videos are really only going to resonate with other English speakers, but now they're rolling out all of these other translation things like auto-generated captions, translation for captions in the video descriptions, not just what you're talking about and translations for text stickers. The new caption and translation tools are in hopes of lowering the language barrier to help bring entertaining global content to more users. These updates will initially support English, Portuguese, German, Indonesian, Italian, Korean, Mandarin, Spanish, and Turkish. 
think this is a wonderful idea. You look at some of the top creators on the platform. Kabi Lame is the new king of TikTok right now. Why is that? Because he doesn't speak in his videos. It's mm. universally understandable, right? That is why he's the most followed. Everybody can understand it, whether you're deaf or you don't even speak that particular language. It just appeals to everybody. So I think this is going to help us in the long run in that same case. That is a great observation. And I'm calling it now an upcoming trend on TikTok is going to be missed translations. I know that the AI has gotten really smart, (laughs) but it can be like, it was supposed to be this and it came out this instead. So we'll see. One cool thing too is in case you didn't know this, so captions was rolled out like a year ago. This was a highly demanded tool. You can edit your captions. I just want to make sure everybody knows that. If it automatically reads it as something wrong, you can click edit captions and you can manually change all of that text in there too. All right. If and when they do remove it. And real quick, TikTok is abandoning the shopping test that they were doing. What do you know about that? Yeah, I looked into this a little bit. So TikTok has reportedly dropped its plans to expand its live e-commerce TikTok shop initiative to the United States and other parts of Europe. Apparently, the venture has struggled to gain a lot of traction with consumers and suffered from some internal problems, but I don't think it's going to go away. If we look at the Chinese version of the app, Douyin, this is one of the primary features. Okay, It's huge. It's vastly adopted. Same thing on Instagram, right? Shopping features within it. I think they're going to work out these kinks, even though it seems dormant right now. Other features they've tested and seemingly went away and they brought back with a bang. TikTok stories comes to mind. I think shopping feature is going to be revisited, reworked, and ultimately it's going to come back bigger than just a test. Just on pause then. Okay, that's good to know then. All right, just a quick reminder, get your all access ticket to the new crypto business conference at socialmediaexaminer.com slash CBC 2022. Austin, where can we discover more about you? Yeah, thanks so much again for having me on, Jerry. If you want to follow me anywhere online, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, you can find me at Socialty Pro across the board. And I'd love for you to check out my podcast where I other interview other business owners of how they're leveraging TikTok to grow their business. And that's the Business Talk podcast, right? Business Talk, T-O-K. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much, Austin, for being our guest today. And if you are looking for other interesting podcasts as well, we've got the Social Media Marketing Podcast hosted by Michael Stelzner and the Crypto Business Podcast as well, which is a great way to get started learning more about Web3. Until next time, may you be wise with your marketing decisions. Thank you so much for being here. Have a great day. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.